0: Good morning, everyone. George Watkins here. It's Tuesday, and we are excited about Jesus and I'm going to share some good things today. So hang on. If you're new to our broadcast, thank you for coming by. Stay around a while. I believe God sent you here on purpose. Good things are happening in the kingdom of God, good things are happening through. The word of God and by the power of God. Hallelujah. We need to hear these things and we need to discuss them and talk about them. Bible says that when people get together and talk about the things of the Lord, the angels gather around and take notes. Are they taking notes as students? Because the Bible says they're looking in to the salvation or to man's relationship with God. They're wondering about it. It's beyond their their, um, understanding, at least beyond their experience, and they are trying to understand it. So you and I are going to educate the angels today (laughs) as we talk about the revelation of the Father. Isn't that amazing? We reveal something about the Father and the plan the Father has that the angels don't even know about until they look in and discover it. Okay, well, if you haven't subscribed, you are invited to do that. It's a big help to us, and it will help you Remember when we come back on again, all right. Well, we are blessed to be a part of the kingdom and the family of God, aren't we? We are blessed to have members and we are members in particular, I like that word. I have to be careful when I say it because you have to sound it out, particular. I am an individual member of God's family. I'm not a a mass crowd, I'm not a face in the crowd, I'm not a name on a chart or a list. I am an individual member of God's family, and he knows me so closely that every hair in my, (laughs) I have to chuckle when I say this, every hair in my head is numbered, and (laughs) he's been doing subtractions in the last few years. Okay, enough of that. If you don't laugh, you cry, so let's laugh. Amen. Well, I wanna talk about the purpose of declaring that Jesus is Lord and doing it regularly. There was a time, and I'm sure in some places they're still doing it, where the banner on the wall was Jesus is Lord. Somewhat out of the thrust of the faith teaching, And uh, that began to be a catchphrase, and we sang it, we said it, we declared it, and we had it on the wall. Wonderful. I love that, but I want to tell you why we need to do that daily. We're going to go through just a short historical purpose or foundation and why we do that. Amen. But first of all, let me read for you uh, Psalms 100. I love this uh, synopsis of a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Now that sets the stage for what I want to describe today and why I believe there's a purpose and a serious purpose for declaring that Jesus is Lord. Now, not just those words, but most of all the attitude that happens when we are singing and having a joyful noise. Verse three, know, I'm in the Amplified. Know and recognize and understand with approval that the Lord is God. It is he who has made us, not we ourselves, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Now, as I'm reading this, I want you to remember and reflect back on these statements that we are remembering that we are his and that we are his sheep and the sheep of his pasture. Ownership and submission. Ownership and submission. The struggle that's going on or the or the collision that's going on, put it that way, in this age we're in is between those who are submitted and believe that we have a heavenly father that rules and watches and judges over us versus a Group of people, a a, a, a civil, you know, a a community of people that don't believe that, and they believe they are God themselves. There's a group of uh, individuals in Davos, Switzerland, today, doing it today, and their own declaration is that we, and I'm speaking of them, them they declare this are going to be gods someday because we have the ability to to develop with education and technology and we will become gods they can say that because they do not believe or confess or admit that there's a sovereign God that rules all this is why this verse is so important and I I just love it as a central theme for our life look at verse 4 Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into and, and with a thankful offering and into his courts with praise. Be thankful and say so to him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness and truth endure to all generations. All right, let's have a little history lesson. God created sons of God that are in the spiritual world. We see them poking out here and there in scripture. Genesis 6 is one of those when the sons of God came down and cohabited with the daughters of men. I know there's some difference of of opinion on that but my opinion (laughs) whatever it's worth is that they are spiritual sons that god created to do in the spirit world what we have been created to do in the natural world and that is be obedient to his word now to be a true servant that has the ability that has to be obedient you need a self-will to be able to make your own judgments on whether you will or you will not do it that's called self-will when he created mankind he didn't create us as uh, robots where we're just you know yes 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 i love you i love you i love you like a robot would but we have a will and we can say yes or no so we choose to say jesus is lord i love you father the spiritual sons have that same choice and you can see that in genesis 6 when there was a group of of sons that spiritual sons and they were called elohims the same that god is called an elohim the jehovah only he is the lord god the king of kings and the lord of hosts there's no one like him the word actually means unique one of a kind So we know the father is set aside as the only true God, yet there are lesser gods called Elohims, sons of God. Now, they disobeyed God in coming down to the daughters of men. We see in Psalms uh, 82 where he judged those gods and they were going to die like men because they had disobeyed him. He gave them a command, and that was to oversee the nations of the world after the Tower of Babel. They were split. The, the nations were scattered. He puts his delegated spiritual sons to rule over them, but they were to rule in the name of Jehovah. And what they did was they brought honor to themselves. That's where you have the idols in the Old Testament, where they worshiped idols. Because behind the idol was a God's a lesser God that is referred to as a as a demon or an evil spirit, but it was a lesser God, a disobedient God. Now, after the Tower of Babel, you see <clears throat> Adam fell, and so God recreated. In um, <clears throat> he sent them into the world and. They were supposed to, Adam's commission was supposed to reproduce people in the image of God, because he was an imager. He was in the image of God and he would have reproduced imagers, people in the image of God. Now, when it got so wicked, God said, I'm starting over again with Noah. And so Noah had the same commission go out and reproduce righteous people in the earth well they didn't they went far enough to you know come to babel which turned into babylon but the tower of babel babel was uh, was enough and god came down and instead of this time instead of a flood he dispersed them out and that's where the nations come from but he chose one nation in Abraham. And he said, you're going to be the seed now that's going to fill the whole earth. All right. So they went they went off and began to develop. Now, here's the, here's the reason, I believe, that we need to confess Jesus as Lord. Because the key to the ongoing success of Abraham's seed as a nation, all the tribes that developed had this same commission was they were to acknowledge Jehovah as God and not one of those lesser gods. Every time the Israelites fell away, they fell off and they started worshiping the gods of the, of the Philistines and the, all the ites. And they fell off and they and then God had to deal with them. <clears throat> but Abraham had a commission. And he said this: as long as you hold me and honor me and worship me as the true God, I will protect you, I will win your battles, I will provide your sustenance, and you will not be without lack. Well, that's they did that on occasion, didn't they? But this is where we see David. This is why David had 24-hour worship. Had the the worship team on the hill with the temple or the where they were gathered and hadn't, hadn't built the, the real temple yet and they worshiped on, in 24-hour shifts and they came down or 12-hour shifts i guess it was and they and the and the music flowed downhill like sound does put it on a hill it'll come down it's like sound works uh, travels like cold air it drops and so because of that david had the the greatest nation national prominence that israel ever had and it was because of praise and worship so this verse says that we are to worship the lord with all of our hearts all of our strength and all of our might why because we are declaring that our house and our town and our church and our family and our, and me as an individual is submitted to one God, and as long as I'm submitted and under the the protection of that God, no evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come my, nigh thy dwelling. Why? Because he is Lord, and I declare that with my mouth and with my actions every day of my life. Isn't that something? Now let's let's go over that again. This is preaching ground, but I am limited... To just letting you dig into it yourself, in the hundredth Psalms, make a joyful noise to the Lord. My mother was a wonderful. (laughs) She's my mother. She was wonderful, a little Swedish gal about four foot eleven, I think she was, or four foot uh, ten, almost almost five foot. She couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, but she loved to sing. And I can still hear hear her off-tune singing over at the kitchen while she's cooking. She was a great preacher, loved to... And she played the piano, but she couldn't carry a note. But she made a joyful noise. <laughs> Amen. I think of this when I read this. I think of her when I read this. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. <laughs> That's why the, uh, the Jewish uh, priest and uh, those that conduct the synagogues. That's why they are singing, they sing all the time. And, they, and some of our great singers have come out of that background in the, in the Jewish uh, culture, haven't they? Great singers. <clears throat> all right, he said, no one recognize and understand that the, that the Lord is God. So today, in this on this Tuesday, We declare that Jesus is Lord of our life and God the Father oversees it all and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. We know Jesus comes in the form of the Holy Spirit. They are all one, aren't they? So we come before his presence with singing. How often have we come before his presence with moaning and groaning and griping and and hoping, but come before his presence with singing. And know this, he says, that the Lord is God. That's that's kind of a short statement for there's no other gods but you, Lord. You are the Lord God of all, the Lord of hosts, the King of kings. Now, if you're the King of kings, there's other kings, and that's those lesser lords and those lesser gods that God is ruling over. Amen. I love that. We've been here before, but I won't go on because of time. I want to tell you, I thank God for you every day. And I thank God for our walk together. And thank you for your support and prayer and encouragement. Some of the notes I get from you are really strengthening to me. I just take them at, to, into my spirit. and Thank God that the word that we share with you is having an impact and having a, a strengthening effect. Amen. Don't forget, subscribe if you haven't. Like us on Facebook. We're on uh, Parlor, and we're on uh, Instagram. Go look us. Go look us up there, if you like to. Also, for those who have been giving, thank you so much. We bless you back many folds over. And if you are nudged to give, and you can do it through PayPal or the address below. Hallelujah. Meanwhile, we press on. Every curve in the road is a new, um, it's a new challenge, but it's a new opportunity to discover something good in God, isn't it? Hallelujah. Have you ever noticed that 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 the curve, that the road we're on, the spiritual road we're on isn't straight? It's crooked. Why? Because every corner It takes faith to go around it and discover those new places that God's taking us. Well, that's for another day. I better quit. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow morning. Until then, keep your eyes on Jesus.